Check this out, man. Check this out. Recently, in the New York Post, there was an article about an Iranian man who for a few weeks, his wife thought he was constipated. She kept begging him to go to the doctor. Oh, no. What's wrong with you? Oh, you know, no. You've been having abdominal pains. Oh, my God. Uh, he's like, ah, I don't know what's wrong. Oh, I've God. just been having these pains and I've been constipated. They go Bro- to the hospital. Oh, God. And they ask the man, hey, what's wrong with you? He's like, I don't know. What have you done recently? I haven't done anything different than what I normally do. I said, okay. We got to make sure to do a CT scan to check you check you out and make sure there's nothing like out of place. CT scan comes back and this man has a whole ass water bottle in his fucking anus. So that's what's constipated him and causing him. The Did the wife put it there? So here's here's the kicker. This is a here's full the water bottle. It was here's the here's the kicker. Was here's it aquafina or <laughs> Dasani? In the Dasani, <laughs> nigga, it was Dasani. He was drinking aquafina. Or Evian. Oh, Evian bottle was a square bottle or? <laughs> I mean, the Fiji bottle, the Fiji bottle. Yeah, ah, Fiji that's our angle. That's our <laughs> No sharp edges. So they asked the man afterwards, they're like, hey, homeboy, you said nothing was popping. We found a fucking bottle in your asshole. What's good? He's like, I put it in there and I was scared of my wife's response. So I didn't, I didn't tell her. So I sat around with him for three weeks. So for three weeks, this nigga was walking around with a fucking water bottle in his asshole. So his wife must not have put the bottle there. Yeah, you, clearly. <laughs> clearly, because she, she talked to him. Tell that nigga go eat some more spinach and he'll be good. <laughs> but my thing is, like, you know, your, your wives know you well. You know what I'm saying? She, she, she must have picked up something off about this nigga for three weeks. Three weeks to do Clearly. I mean, she, I mean she, had, she had to suspect something like something. Something's wrong with this nigga. Something's off. But my dude, Maybe. though, my dude, a water bottle, though? Yes, that's and that's what I thought. Bro, a fucking a, water a bottle. And, and, I never so, want to have. I've never. And <laughs> the funny part, I mean, <laughs> we're, going, we're going to talk about We're going to talk about it. So the man, that he didn't even. You would think that you would put the small end, for, end first, right? But no, no, you wouldn't. No, he no. stuck the bottom end. Yeah, because you want to be able to get it. You want to be able to get it out. So you want to have the small end. Yeah, but yeah, he but thought he, about he, this. He planned he said that. He, out. he was. Like, I, I don't. You know what's funny is that he didn't. I, this is not. I don't think this is his first time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this, he couldn't, bro, you don't just go from nothing time. to a water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> you don't go from air. You, to you a don't water just bottle. jump to a water bottle, my guy. <laughs> There's, there's steps to it, bro. There's levels to it. But put your man said it? he put the small end at the bottom so he could put his finger inside the, the so entry to, to so get it out. And he's yeah. like, it got where too far. And where, it, where am I? He said where it flowed. I? It floated. <laughs> doctor said it flowed into his large intestine. Because your large intestine stuck. can stretch. Oh, well, see, yep. and there, it got I mean, there. I mean, there, about the, there are other things I wanted to like. Other things I wonder about too, from a scientific and medical standpoint. 
um, because I understand that you know the membranes in that part of your body are very sensitive and it kind of kind of are, are kind of hyper absorbent in a certain sense. I keep mm. thinking about the dangers. True. I keep thinking about the dangers of microplastics, which is a, becoming a very real thing mm. in our world right now. And mm. he, he, he mm. may have maybe he may have given himself some a serious condition later on in life. Other gay sepsis or some other problems. Yeah, late, I mean, like, like late, in life, it may come up. I give you that. I give you that. His blood or some shit. <laughs> now, though they did not ask, though they talked to the doctor that did this, and though he did not go into detail about if this guy said why he did this, the doctor made it very clear that they have issues like this all the time because of sexual gratification that comes with shoving stuff up your ass. Now, I think it's funny to it's funny to me just because, like I said, you don't go from zero to 100 with a fucking water bottle. Yeah, I don't know. You don't just graduate to that. That's. But then but at the was, same time. This was the culmination the of a journey. I mean, and bro, listen, I ain't mad at you. Like, if that's how you get down, get down. But no, but, no, but the, the fact that he was too scared to tell his wife. That's that, that's, that's my man. problem. Yeah. He's yeah. too scared to tell his wife. Because not only did you get something part. stuck in your ass, you're getting a divorce now. I mean, damn. <laughs> you was full of shit, now you're going to lose all your shit. I don't know. <laughs> yes! Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's up? What's up? What is up? Back once again. It is the Incredible in the Black Podcast. And in case you weren't aware, this is a podcast dedicated to covering the current events and social issues going on in your black world and covering it all from the perspective of three grown-ass men who know they have to visit a proctologist every once in a while. I am your host, Big O, Mr. In the Black himself, but you know I can never do this alone. Let me introduce the rest of my nursing team. Crush, say what's up, man. What's good, oh, everybody? Bro. I quit that job, bro. That's <laughs> Dude, uh, I'll just say what say what's up to the people, man. What's good? You wouldn't want me in there. <laughs> you fucking did what? With who? Get out of here. L, there's something called man? HIPAA. You can't do that type of shit to people, man. Yeah, just me and him. Just me and him. Like, oh, bro. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, damn. <laughs> Say what's up to the people, damn. I did say what's up. I mean, what's up, people? Oh, in, in, the, in the midst of cracking. Yeah. <laughs> if you're checking this out on YouTube, make sure you hit that thumbs up button. If you don't like the content, you can hit the thumbs down button twice. That'll help us too. Hit the subscribe. <laughs> make sure you put that subscribe button so you don't miss out on the next video. But you can follow us across social media at In The Black PDCST on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. But if you really want to be down, make sure you come on over to our Patreon and join the family. But L, tell them how they can do all of that wonderful stuff. Head on over to our website, family, www.intheblackpodcast.com. Right-hand corner tab, become a member of the family. Texas has become family, but you know. Uh, click the become family tab, and there's a number of things that you can do. Essentially, what we're asking you to do is to help continue, help us continue to build this platform. Uh, we know there's 101 podcasts out there, man, that are trying Thanks. to do the same thing that we're doing. And in order for us to be successful, we need you to support us, not only monetarily, because that's huge, but man, make sure you share our shit. Like, share our podcast, share our YouTube videos, share the clips. So the other friends who do dumb shit can hear us talk about them on the platform. So spread the welcome around. 
But if you want to donate directly to us, you can do it via Cash App, dollar sign in the Black PDCST. Or you can become a patron. And shout out to the new patrons. Like here we got a, a couple out there. A couple. You would expect that to be two people and two patrons and two <laughs> lines, two amounts of money coming. But no, these motherfuckers got a joint account. So he's coming out of <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> he's coming out of what account? We get L is a son of a one L is like L you are a son of a bitch. <laughs> But thank you. But thank you, though. Thank you. <laughs> thank the couple for coming in and giving us, you know, they can't even give us $10. They give us $5 for one joint. Yeah, <laughs> <months. laughs> oh, no. All right, man. This week, our black box letter actually comes from Montel. Okay. Mm. Montel, uh, he made sure to tell me that no, Jordan? he was not named. He was not. He said he made sure to tell me he was not named this after Montel George. <laughs> he said he, he, is, he was not made. He was not named after Montel Jordan. He was named after mm-hmm. Montel Griffin, who was a fi- fi- a boxer, I guess, locally. That a boxer, boxer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. So that there's there's that. <clears throat> but Montel, go ahead. I, I think so. We we need to have Maury come out and ask who his daddy is if he got named. After Ooh, him. I ain't gonna go there, brother. <laughs> Okay, yeah, well. You, 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 you've been rubbing off. You've been rubbing off for me. I think that's what it is, man. I used to be such a nice guy. <laughs> anyway, so okay. here, here we are. Montel, this is Montel's issue. All right. <sighs> Excuse me. I am sorry. Well, not not necessarily, but kind of, sorta. Okay. So Montel and his girlfriend were having a conversation about their status and how much they care for each other and all of these things mm-hmm. and, how, and they've been with each other for going on two years now right okay. so they have that conversation about how far are you willing to go to protect me okay <laughs> so montel listen okay. montel begins to tell this story about how he and his girlfriend were going out and he got robbed at gunpoint while his girl was there oh shit bro and she turned around and broke out so he asked this new girlfriend so he broke up with the other one he broke up with the old one he broke up with the old one he broke up with the old one so he asked the new girlfriend what she would have done he doesn't explain the story until afterwards i want to make sure that's very clear he doesn't he doesn't describe the story about what happened to him previously until after he's asked her what she would do in that situation and she says to be honest with you i don't know what i would do but i would probably i probably run away i'd be afraid too that sets off a red flag for montel and montel is like am i being so the question boils down to am i being too petty because i want to leave her too because Come on, tell, bro. If you don't doesn't go ahead know if he wants to stay as a young therapy, lady that doesn't, doesn't want to be quote unquote ride or die. So, bruh, if you don't go see a damn therapist and get oh, that trauma gentlemen. checked out, <laughs> what? Go ahead. So, so hold on, you expecting your girl to stay with you in the same spot when you getting robbed? Like that's a sign of loyalty for you that she's there while y'all got a gun pointed in your face. So you want her to lose her shit? No, bruh. 
y'all both should be running away and whoever's fastest would be the one. <laughs> but no, bro, listen, I don't think that's a red flag. I think that's really, you're having a trauma response based off of what happened. It's a very traumatic thing to be robbed, to be in that situation. I don't want to diminish that and to be insensitive to that, but I'm yeah, sincere. No, no, I really don't. I, I mean, because I really want him to get some help for this because you got two years in on this relationship. She, I, I, you got two years. So I guess something is going all right, right? Go get some help for this. Have a professional conversation. Get a consultation sincerely and get this checked out. I don't personally think that's a red flag. If, you know, if the woman that I'm with and I'm getting robbed and she takes off and she gets away, I'm happy that she got away because I'm in no position to protect her at the moment. And maybe she's going to get the strap and come back and save me. I don't know. But somewhere, somehow, I'm okay if she runs. Hmm. As a matter of fact, I'm, I'm good that she runs because now interesting, interesting. if I take a risk in the midst of this situation, <laughs> and I try it backfires, to do, it doesn't get, it doesn't get bro, her. It doesn't get it. her. I dig yeah, it. Yeah, be happy. I dig it. Yeah. I dig it. I dig it. You like you said, I think I think. Oh my man, bro, that's savage, bro. That's it is. That's, it is. That's Elgin yeah. level savage. Bro. <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? Crush. Fox. I got the cycle out there. Thoughts crush. No, um, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I too, I, I, I don't think it's the red flag either. Um, you know that uh, the young woman was well within her right to uh, to protect herself by by fleeing the situation. I mean, you have, you have to look at it, you know, you have to look at it with a slightly critical eye when it comes to that. I mean, you're asking the question about, you know, what you want to do to protect it. But you have to go a little deeper, I think, and understand that the context of every given situation is not going to be the same where protection, you know, is the, is, is the same thing that you're thinking. You know, I, All I think the time. Thinking, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And in the event of a robbery, an unexpected, where you're un unawares, you, we basically, both of y'all were caught slipping. I would hope that the love of my life gets away with her life. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I would be glad for that. I would hate to think that she would feel compelled for some god-awful reason to jump in front of the gun or try and tackle the nigga or some shit. Like, no, don't do that. I don't want you to do that shit. I don't want you to do that. You know what I'm saying? I don't want you to do that. We got you know some savage ass wives. We know, but I know all of our wives yeah, now, mind would you, do some mind shit you. like that too. Now, mind some bold ass shit. Now, mind you, you I don't want run? you to do that. Is that what you're saying? Well, no, well, that they were run. No, well, no, no, I, no, no. I, I know we got some savages. They, they, they going to no, fight. They're going to do some shit. Yeah, they, I, I, I do know some women that you know would figure some shit out. You know, grab a grab a pipe or something. You know what I'm saying? I know a couple that might do that, but you know, I don't want you to do that. Don't grab the pipe. All right, it's too risky not worth the risk let's just hope we both are alive at the end of this that's all now no there are, now, now there are other situations all kinds of scenario other scenarios where protection may be required but in sure. most situations we're trying to avoid that because i don't think you want your man in jail you know what i'm saying like do you really want to call me from behind the glass for protection and you don't you know, want me you know dead you don't want to be dead either you know what i'm saying so yeah, i mean great yeah, I mean, yeah, that, 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 yeah. that question that question is you know it's, it's, not very, question, it's not a fair it's question, man. It's not a fair question because because we're not in, in mm. modern in mm. modern times and in in, 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 in in current modern society that kind of question that kind of sit scenario is is rare. Yeah. I would say yeah. I would say it's rare. It's actually required 
for you to step in there and stop somebody. Like, you know, like if somebody's grabbing your lady, yeah, smack that nigga. You know what I'm saying? But if Pat's is pulling guns and all this, like, baby, get out of here. Get out of here, baby. Now, you here. know what? I, to be honest with you, I think that it is a speaks to a larger question. Like, grab some ass, I'll break your arm. No, I think it, I think ultimately it speaks to a larger question, right? Like it's asking, like, how far are you willing to go for me? If you expect X, Y, and Z from me as your man, as your boyfriend, as your quote-unquote protector, <laughs> like, how far are you willing to go? I now, think it's a fair question. Is, that question is fair. That, I'm okay I, with I that. think that it's a larger okay question. I think that he's so, narrowed it down because of what you said about the trauma. I think that that's where yeah. he came from. But yeah. it is a larger, it boards a larger question. Now, on this specific topic, I'm of mixed minds, right? And I'm of mixed minds because... Because you're stupid as shit, that's why. Just say <laughs> what it is. I mean, that's, that's also very possible. But no, I've also seen both... Unfortunately, I've seen both ends of this happen okay Phil yep and they go wrong yes I've had I've I've had a homeboy I had a homeboy of mine six years ago in December he and his girlfriend were robbed in New Jersey the girl stayed she both of them got shot killed Mm -hmm. I have a friend of mine that I went to boot camp with similar situation happened he got shot she stayed with him and saved his life so I'm looking at the situation and I'm like, like, I, I, and the beautiful it's, it's thing a, is, it's a gripping question. Like, she how far she are you willing know. to go? She says she doesn't. And that's, in know. fairness to her, I think that because that should be the response, right? Unless you've been someone who's been trained to deal with those situations, you don't know. You don't know how you respond yeah. if you've yeah. never yeah. been in a situation a where somebody has put a gun in your face. Yeah. Bro, somebody yeah. putting a gun in your face will have you doing the most, most for that gun yeah. to not be in your face. Not be in your face. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And you know what's funny? I after looking at it, I thought it was like I thought it was funny initially, but then I like I said, I started thinking about my life experience, and I was like, mm-hmm. okay, this happened. This happened. Sure. I started pulling myself back. So I started googling, and this is not something that's uncommon. No. Last year. Last year, this happened. Do you guys know who Amir Khan is? World champion yes, boxer, yes. Amir Khan. Yeah, yeah. He was in London. He was robbed at gunpoint. So they were coming. Him and his wife were coming out of a nightclub, and somebody jumped out of a car, pulled a gun on him and his wife. His wife. The video shows she didn't even wait a millisecond. She turned around and she broke. While Amir got robbed for his watch and his wallet and his phone. So it hit social media apparently, and people tore her ass a new one. And she tried to come up with an ex- I won't say an excuse, but she tried to validate her reasons for running. She's like, I would think that my husband would want me not to be there and endanger my life so we can co- so I can continue to take care of our kids. And of course, as any good man would do, he didn't jump into the the cesspool that social media no. like, I'm glad she moved. I'm glad she did what she did. You know, the mother of my children safe. is alive. The mother of my children, exactly. Is alive, okay. But social media took took no mercy. They fried her. They were like, why would you leave your man like that? His life was in danger. What if you could have done something? You could have at least called the police after it was all over and all this other stuff. So like I said, and because of my life experiences, I'm looking at I'm looking at Montel and I'm looking at Amir Khan's situation. I'm like well, you know yeah. what? So, I, but you know what, though, a, a part of it has to be like knowing your lady, also. You know, like my my woman, I know what she would do. 
She might do a couple things, but I know she wouldn't just run. But there, you know, moments later there would be cops, other niggas, something. She would do something. I know she would do something. Mm, mm, I mean, mm. I, I would hope that she would run, but I know her knowing her, she would come back, you know, with the cops or with the crew or something. You know what I'm saying? Mm, but I, I, I can trust her. I can trust her to do that because I, I know her. You know what I mean? But if you don't know what you're going to, you know, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's just, man, it's a, it's a scary scenario, man, to think like, and like I said, it bodes to a larger question: How far is your partner willing to go for you? Like, is it are they really ride or die? And I think that's like I said, I, I don't think, think that's, that's a question, question should, outside of I don't the think that's a question you should be asking your partner. Like, <laughs> just, are you ride or die? I think that's a question, man, that can open particular specifically if you have unaddressed trauma related to violence and violent acts that's not a fair question to ask your partner mm. like you're putting your partner in a real bad space by asking her that question because she there's no right answer for her outside of saying i die for you right that's mm. this, I, I, listen bro i ain't asking nobody that i ain't asking them, well, how far would you go for me no I, I because then when they ask me i might have to lie like I, I don't want to be in this <laughs> <laughs> like like yo like you know, I might I, I might I, I might take a knife I ain't taking no gun I, 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 don't, I, don't, I, don't, you know, I might take a little knife but no gun no gun as soon as I see a gun I'm gone you know you were sorry motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to lie to nobody you know I'm trying to stop lying to folks so I don't nah, nah, no, I mean like I said but it is I think it's a valid question because I think there is this expectation that we have societally that a man his answer should only be and can only be that he would die for his woman that he's there to protect her to make sure that if anything pops off it's gonna have to be you that sacrifices your life man like man, these folks will start going to therapy to get their shit taken care of. I mean, I mean, you know, man, y'all taking trauma into these relationships and that shit lasts see, about thirty my, seconds. You wonder yeah, why that baggage is that baggage is real, bro. The thing is, I still gotta throw in the modern society angle because you know, I don't think you know you may say that, but if we have children, I don't know. I don't you know. I don't, I don't want the father. I don't want. I don't want my. I don't think my woman wants to think of the idea of me dying for her for any reason. You know what I'm saying? That that cannot be moved past or whatever. You know, especially when we have children to raise. You know what I'm saying? And a life together. You know, so you yeah, want to throw yeah. that you want, you want to throw that away over an altercation? You know what I'm saying? I mean, if 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 it, I mean it has to be something like earth shatteringly egregious for me to like, you know, step in there on, on, on full you know, Super Saiyan six shit. You know what I'm saying? And, but you know, it's you know, it, 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 it would take some. I mean, granted, there have been some situations in the past that you know I've, I've heard about. You know, terrible shit that happens to women that you know dudes feel you know righteous about and shit like that. Um, but you know, again, it's pretty rare. It's pretty rare when you know extreme shit like that happens. That requires you to step in, you know, with hands and feet. You know what I'm saying? But he just he carried it around. It's two years, bro. That it's is a two bit years, bro. And you know what, what really gets me is that I wonder what the impetus for that conversation was. Like what popped off in his head after two years that made him be like, 
would you die for me? Like, if you were in a situation, like, what would happen? It could be right? completely random. I mean, they, they were having a conversation about their relationship as a whole. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. At least things just, just spill out of you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, maybe, maybe you, maybe you was looking for opportunity to bring it up. You know, maybe, maybe you could be right. Man. Montel, go get some, go get some, some therapy, my guy. Like, yeah, bring don't, 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 to your therapist, bro. Don't, don't Definitely. carry that shit in your heart. Don't nah. carry that shit. Up. She doesn't deserve it. Yeah, and I, I'll I'll answer for Elgin. Yes, you're being petty if you try to break up with her for good because it's oh, yeah, bro. That, is that is petty. Because what, what if she's what if she's pregnant with your child? You really want to stay there with a gun? No, you wanted to run, right? You really no, want to stay I'll, there pregnant? No. I'll 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 ask Montel. Maybe he might have a different answer other than that. But <laughs> L, what we got next, man? Share it, Bruh. Oh man. It's hot as hell outside. There's real climate issues across the globe. It's clear that something is not right. So I'm scrolling through the news and trying to find uh, a particular topic to share tonight. And I just see topic after topic talking about conditions within prison systems. Uh, Rikers Island, after they had the COVID-19 uh, outbreak there between, you know, staff and, guard and, and, you know, everybody else. Then you hear about the number of fights and all this violence. You hear down in the Alabama prison, a prison down in Alabama, 11 inmates died within a 30-day period. So across the country, and largely most of it has been condition related. Uh, also, some shit that the you know authorities and guards have been doing. But across the country, when it comes to issues, our prisoners, our brothers and sisters who are incarcerated, never get enough attention and get what they need. So I'm scrolling through, and I saw this one man, and it's the headline is just blew me away automatically after 121 scalding mississippi summers parchment prison mm. is getting air conditioning mm. say that one more time after 121 scalding mm. mississippi summers parchment prison is getting air conditioning so for 121 years the mississippi notorious parchment prison in mississippi has not had air conditioning these cells are made out of concrete yeah they're going to retain that heat like they the retain they, the heat they, 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 they're ovens literally they turn to ovens, and they're literally baking people to death alive sure yeah. So the thing is, and, and listen, to be clear, the Mississippi prison folks, Department of Corrections, they're not putting in, right, central air throughout the prison. That's not what they're doing. They're not putting central air. They're not having the HVAC folk come in. So they're putting I wanna, in. I want to make sure to clear. So AC is being added, but there's no, there's nothing no central to say air. that the. That no, prisoners putting, will, be, will get this. AC. They're putting AC units in the prison. So far, they have put in 48 air conditioning units. 
Covering. So you talking about them stand up or window joints that you just throw the window inside? joints, bro? Window, window joints, shut window joints. Up. Them joints will barely last the summer. For forty percent of the prison, only forty percent of the prison. You said Mississippi, Mississippi, bro. The state can't afford central air conditioning for one of their prisons. It's. I'm looking as we're talking about this. I'm looking at the statistics, right? And it says federal prison categories in Mississippi, they spend $81,718 per prisoner a year. <coughs> I want to say that. How could they not afford? How how are they not able to afford AC like proper AC? And we know that your boy Biden just gave an additional several million, hundreds of millions of dollars again to bolster police forces across the country. Talk less of the programs and initiatives that each municipality already has because of this fear of defunding and removing the police or police accountability, I should say, because all of those things are not about defunding or. Uh, deconstructing the police is about police accountability and they're not they're still getting it seems like not to go off on a tangent but it seems that that outcry has been the biggest money maker for police in a while right crime crime aside because crime is statistically speaking crime has been going down over the past 20 30 years right dropping statistically speaking but for some reason the thought of defund or deconstructing the police has been the biggest motivator to start giving these folks money. It wasn't until after defund the police that Atlanta said they wanted to make what police, uh, police world or cop, cop, cop park or whatever the fuck they call that shit. Mm-hmm. Cop world or cop land or something. Yeah. Cop land. That's it. Thank you. Cop land. I, I, I can't, I can't even fathom it, man. I can't even fathom it. I apologize. The The correct amount, it says that they spend basically $1,600 per week or the equivalent of $7,000 per month for each prisoner. $7,000 a month per prisoner. Come on, man. The, the temperatures inside of the prison sometimes reaches 145 degrees. 145 degrees. And you need to tell me you motherfuckers haven't had air conditioning for 121 summers. Now I guess the question has to ask, so you mean the warden has sat in in a hot ass office for 121 summers? I, I can't believe it. Believe. I find it extremely the, hard to yeah, believe. Yeah, I find that very hard the, to believe. The, 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 the doctors and the other staff have sat in. I find that very hard to believe. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I wouldn't believe that for one second. It's pathetic. I find that very hard to believe. And, you know, I think we need to be more detailed in why this matters, right? Because there are a segment of listeners, probably our listeners too, that will say, well, you do the crime, you do the time. That's just part of the punishment. I think we have to remind folks that 
a lot of these people that are in jail are in jail, not necessarily because of any fault of their own. And this could be your brother. This could be your sister. This could be somebody, not necessarily on trumped up charges, but things that people shouldn't have to suffer out for. I don't know if you know the dude. Uh, he's not a he's not a big deal, but he's not a small deal either. His name is Montrez Harold. He's a basketball player. Basketball player, sure. Yeah, Montrez Harold. He's been all across the NBA. Played for the Clippers, the Lakers. He's played mm-hmm. for a yeah. lot of teams recently. Sure. And sure. he was driving recently in I think it was North Carolina, and a police officer pulled him over and stopped him for quote unquote driving too close for tailgating for driving too close to the car in front of him. Not that he was speeding, but driving too close to the, to the car in front of him. In Montrez's car, he has a backpack. And the police officer sees the backpack and asks him, hey, what's in your backpack? And he's like, oh. And he shows him three pounds of weed in a Ziploc bag. Now, in this state, I believe it's North Carolina, and I want to don't want to go overboard because I don't know the specific state, but in this state, I think it's Tennessee, but in this state specifically, anything more than a pound of weed will land you in jail from anywhere between five to 10 years. So when the police officer saw that this dude had more than a pound of weed, his conclusion and what he wrote up in his report was that it was for distribution. That's why he had it. So Montrez now has essentially thrown away his basketball career and could face five to 10 years in jail because he was just going to go home and recreationally smoke some weed. And there are thousands upon thousands of cases like this all across the country where because of one little mishap, folks are in jail for years at a time, mostly their families. And they have to suffer out in 141 degree fucking prisons. Meanwhile, we've been paying thousands upon thousands of dollars per inmate. We've already, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. This multi-billion dollar business that is the prison industrial complex. That's why this is important. Because not only are you taking advantage of the poor, I mean, Montrez is not one of those folks, but the poor, uneducated and underfunded and underrepresented. But then at the same time, they're taking full, they're taking advantage of you, exploiting this labor to make money. It's very insidious, man. It's extremely insidious. Have they talked about what they're going, if we're going to be putting AC in this building, is this like it's going to, a, I'm going to assume that it's, it's a project. Like it's, 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 yeah, it's a project. So that means more funding. It's not like they're going to take it out of their coffers. That's just more money that they're going oh, to no, 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 no. They, they're getting it through their budget. And they're also planning on getting some from the American Rescue Plan Act. Uh, Excuse me? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You heard me. He also expects to use American Rescue Plan Act funds. Yeah. To install oh, AC units. Okay. Yeah. Boy, people love to dance down for people's money, man. Love it. Love to do that shit. And for the people who believe that if you do the crime, you do the time, if you're going to use that 
argument. Fine, let's stay and use that argument. Mm. What are we, how are you defining humane conditions within that particular system? Are you saying just because someone has done the crime that they should be treated any old type of way within the system? Or do you have a clear delineation of what humane conditions should look like for someone mm. incarcerated? And Very good would this qualify as Very good inhumane? Because I know people have that thought process. I, 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 I hear it all the time, and I think it's whatever. Well, but and I always ask them. So, hey, do you? What does humane conditions look like? Should they have? What should their meals look like? Should they have healthy meals, well balanced meals? Should mm -hmm. they have mental health access? Should they be able to, to work out? Should they be able to read as many books as they want to? You know, what should they be able to do while they're there? Or are you on some crime and punishment type shit? And, and a lot I, of people I, are. Very good. It's a very, 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 very good question because I think the United, I think especially after the crack epidemic, the United States, not to say that they really necessarily had this mindset before, but there was always this debate on whether the prison system was for rehabilitation or for punishment. Mm -hmm. And for a long time, we, we at least espoused that it was for rehabilitation. That's why we had all these programs in prisons, why folks mm -hmm. could get their GED and all this other stuff, why they were incarcerated. But then after the crack epidemic happened, it became almost exclusively for punishment. Sure. At least that's what we exposed. Like, now nah, throw, throw them in there, throw away the key. Of course, of course, sure, of course, yeah, sure, of course. Crush. What were you saying? No, I mean, and you know, most of the time, these crime and punishment people have never had someone incarcerated in their family. Yeah. You know, and and uh, you know, I you know, I already, you know, I already, you know, I went through it with one of my closest friends. You know, he was uh, he had to sit down for. Um, a little over eight years, and uh, bro, I ain't trying to sit down for fucking eight seconds. You know, you. yeah, it was, um, bro, it was rough, man. It was rough. I mean, it, it was fortunate that that time when things like JPay exist, mm. you know, what I'm saying? that was that was a lifesaver right there. But um, mm. yeah, if you haven't if you haven't been through it, if you have somebody that you care about go through it, you don't you don't know what you, know, you, you really don't know what you're talking thought. about. You don't know what you're talking about. Yep, you don't even Most give it a second thought. Yeah, you have to go through it. Yeah. Right. Crush, what we got next, man? Man, a little bit of madness that I could not ignore. Um, so it's rather insane little headline about a proud gun maker who figures out how to make mass shootings worse. Uh, the gun company that made the AR-15 style rifle that was used to kill 49 people in Orlando nightclub in 2016, another four at an Indiana mall this month is now gearing up to mass produce an even more lethal weapon of war for the quote unquote civilian market. Six hours new MCX spear fires bullets with twice, twice the kinetic energy of those from the AR-15. That means double the double the force that uh, mangled those same victims at the mass shooting in Uvalde, Texas. Um, he says, and he quotes, it will shoot through almost all of the bulletproof vests that are worn by law enforcement in the country right now. Jesus Christ. Um, and that was said by Ryan Busey, a former firearms company executive who is now a senior policy analyst with the Givers Law Center. And the MTX Spear is a, now this is the part that kills me. I've never thought that this term had to be applied. Is the civilian version of the U.S. Army's and GSWR, 
the next sure. generation squad weapon rifle, which was sure. created with the express purpose of tearing through enemy body armor. Sure. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, um, Oh, oh, by the way, a little detail. The country's police unions are are acting unaware of potential threat or blinded by the politics behind this weapon. Requests for comment um, about the weapon um, were, of course, uh, not returned. So they they asked asked police unions and police and law enforcement and they didn't have any comment? No, 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 actually, actually, they're pleading ignorance to the existence of the weapon at all. Of course they are, because they already have it. There's no reason for them to actually have that conversation. There's a thing <laughs> called, sincerely, there's a thing called the 1033 program. The 1033 program is a program where local law enforcement is given high power military grade equipment and weapons that they use to police our communities. Yes, and these are, these are weapons, again, that are high grade. I mean, there was a, a, you can find it anywhere. You can literally Google 1033 program and you'll see how insidious it is and where they're getting these weapons. You have these little it small- happened after they, they implemented yeah. it after 9-11. Yeah, you have these little small podoc towns where there's like three police officers and they'll have a tank. Yep. You know what? Yeah. Uh, by the way, the uh, yeah. this article also did the. Uh, I guess they had to do their due diligence, and they actually revealed the MSRP for each mm-hmm. one. How much um, are the re- how much are they? You can buy one for the same price of a fully blown out um, uh, uh, Mac. Um, eight thousand. So like seven. Eight thousand dollars for each. Yeah. And they're going to sell. Mm, and people oh are boy. going to buy that, 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 that shit is scary. That shit is scary. Like people are going to buy <laughs> these scary. weapons. It's scary. They're going to buy these weapons, and it won't be too long before these weapons end up on our streets. Like the, yeah. this, this well, is the cycle it's a, it's of it's it. A it's a civilian version. It's a civilian version. But not only that, I can't remember who said it. Like there's no gun manufacturers and gun factories in the hood. So somehow, some way. Guns had to find their way to our community, but that's a whole nother tangent. But it's not surprising that these folks are marketing and finding and using technology and new weaponry. They're taking advantage of the market. They see all of the things taking place. They see the outrage. They see the desire for for more weapons. I mean, it's hard enough to get bullets now. Yeah, and after yeah, the, the yeah. rebellions, you couldn't find bullets anywhere. Yeah, yeah. But it's not surprising that you have all these yeah. mass shootings, that AR-15s is all over the news. Literally, they're doing what capitalists do. They're preying off of the people. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm mad at them, but I'm also more mad at the system because the system allows this type of stuff to take place. There's nothing in place that can stop anyone from cultivating and creating a weapon that is bigger or worse than the previous weapon. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. But a Six yeah. Hour has already sold out of what they shipped. Oh, they pre, pre-ordered. They've already sold out of what they shipped. And uh, an very, apparently very appealing feature is that this is the first AR-15 style um, rifle um, that can also 
have the range of a long, also has the long range of a sniper rifle. Sure. So and now it depends we, on what so now, the range is. For now, we have, yeah. now we have right. sniper range AR-15s. But for, see, civilian, that's, for, civilian, for civilian consumption. No, but that's part of, that's a marketing ploy right there. That's a marketing strategy by implementing words like sniper and things along that's those true. lines Very true. in there. Sniper because, range. listen, as someone who knows snipers and who's been around snipers, there's no such thing as sniper range. Yeah. Right? Thank you. It's a ploy that they use. <laughs> as a way of saying to get people to say, oh my God, I could be like a sniper also? Mm, so you got yeah. some rich white dude sitting on the couch with money to spare and he reads this and they're like, oh my God, I want to be a sniper just like old boy who was a sniper down in mm, New Orleans who was mm, killing all the mm, black folks so they thought it. was a fucking hero. You Yo, this shit's it. insidious, man. You got it. You got it. I mean, outside of like gun enthusiasts, I don't see there's like... And I'm I'm Second Amendment, but I don't see any reason why civilians need need this type of weaponry. Like honestly, I don't see why civilians need this type of weaponry. But you're going to get a seg you're going to get a segment of our folks that are going to tell you a good guy with a gun stops a bad we wanna, guy. With we're going to we're going to see we're going to see this in the, we'll see this weapon in the news. Yeah, it's going to it's going to be on the street before we know it. And you know, there's been all those all those folks that keep saying talking about you know two way rights. They've been extra loud this week after old boy went to the mall and tried to shoot at the mall and somebody that was carrying and somebody killed him. And somebody killed him. Yeah, somebody was carrying killed him. It's like, okay, yeah, we've been telling you. But what's funny, or not funny, but what's interesting is that there have been case study and events after events where a good guy with a gun ends up harming more people with that gun than actually saving people's lives, man. It happens all the time. And I'm not saying you shouldn't bear arms. I'm not saying you shouldn't conceal and carry to defend yourself, or protect your family and your household. What I'm saying is that I, there can be too much of a good thing, right? Even water. You can't drink too much water, man. Water is supposed to be the most essential thing for the body. You can't even, you can even overdo that. You know what I mean? But some people don't, I'm, I mean, it's a hard argument to have with some folks, man. It's a hard argument about, they, sh they shut off. You can't have this conversation without someone leaping to to there a is. violation. Like you there can't. It, it's, it's, it, it reminds me of having a conversation with a Christian about tithing, and next thing you know, it's a salvation issue. Like, oh my God, mm, you know, you're moving the goalposts. You move your goalposts, and that's what happens in these conversations because people are so emotionally engaged with this idea that the government is just going to swoop down and take everybody's guns away. And it's yeah, just like, yeah, man, yeah. if you really knew the numbers of people who are legally carrying compared to illegal weapons. Legally carrying, yep. You, it, it it's a whole, and there's a level of propaganda behind these conversations, man, that yeah. allows these conversations to end up get put headline news where people are now having this, this conversation. Oh my God, AR-15s. Like, they've turned AR-15s into the Donald Trump of you got it. You've got right? it. Like, the, the AR is the big bad Yeah, the big boogeyman. Guns, yeah, right. Yep. right? It's this insidious thing. The propaganda behind guns and military is so incredibly insidious but fascinating at the same time the way that they use 
horrible tragedies to market weapons. It's, it's all a racket, my man. It's all a racket. Did you notice and, that throughout all these TV shows here that have come out lately, most of them have some sort of Russian storyline? Like, hmm. for, yeah, Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah all yeah, these. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. amazing how the things that is in the news ends up being within the media to get people constantly galvanized and nice, focused yeah, on one part of it and not the yeah, larger issue yeah, yeah, that capitalism yeah, yeah. is killing us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we we saw clearly after 9-11, it seemed like every storyline had something to do with a Middle Eastern terrorist or waterboarding yeah. or whatever the yeah. case is. But like I said, it's a racket because if it was really about safety and protecting folks, I don't know if you guys remember this. I think it happened in 03, 04. It was either Sig Sauer or Smith and Wesson that actually developed a handgun that I think it was Smith and Wesson that needed fingerprint Fingerprints. recognition. I remember that yeah. joint. Yeah, they needed fingerprint recognition, and the gun lobby, politicians, other gun manufacturers shut well, that, that shit down. down. Shut it down. All because this is my thinking because they propagate fear and fear specifically of black people when it comes to issues like this. Sure. Politicians will tell you all the time that you need to carry, you need to conceal and carry because the world is dangerous. You could get robbed. Anybody can burst into your home and do this. And then at the same, within the same breath, tell you about Chicago and tell you about Detroit and tell you about all these other cities where gun violence is quote unquote on the rise so that you can be extra worried and picture in your mind that it's going to be Jamal that comes busting into your house late at night to come take your, take your property and rape your women. Yeah, because it's never Tommy or Sarah who come in. No, nah, not at all. Not, not even it's, a bit. it's always Jamal, right? Yeah, not at all. Not and at I just all. think that we have to do a better job of having the conversations, man, about this stuff and unpacking it and becoming aware of, yes, that is a, a issue. That's a concern. No one should have that type of weaponry. But there's a larger component behind it that you can't overlook that they're trying to get you to see this while they're over there doing that shit. Yeah, the slight of hand. The distraction shit. That shell game. That's it's a shell the game. distraction shit. It's a shell game, man. It's all a shell game. All the time. <sighs> All right, right about now is the time when we'd like to give you little tidbits of news or words of wisdom that you can take with yourself into the week. Crush, what's up? Uh, not much. I just want to give cats a heads up that me and mine are going to have a great uh, interview debut on U Street TV on YouTube in another week or so, I believe. Uh, the preview is on my uh, on my Instagram right now, at SP Methods. Uh, enjoy. No doubt. That's what's up. L, what's up, man? Man, I just really want to hop back on the, the therapy train for folks, man. One of the things that we have stopped doing here is we don't do our pies checking the way we used to. That's something that we're yeah. going to get back into. Yeah, I agree. But yeah. so many things in the world that are taking place and you're seeing people have trauma responses to things that happened a long time ago and they haven't built up new muscle memory to deal with new situations. So they constantly find themselves in this horrible repetition of choosing the same thing that they used to do. It's just, man, I want people to do the work to begin unpacking that stuff. I see a lot of brothers, man, falling into the same trap that they have fallen into time and time again. Fellas and ladies, let's do the work. 
Uh, what's up for me this week, man? Uh, there is a, I'm into combat sports. I love them to death. I follow Muay Thai specifically. Hmm. And recently there was a Muay Thai fighter, relatively well-known Muay Thai fighter, Pompech Pandupai, who died in the ring from a blow to the head. Um, I say that because I love combat sports. I love MMA. I love boxing. But sometimes in the midst of the knockouts and the fight and the camaraderie, you forget that folks are every day putting their lives on the line for your entertainment. This man had kids, went to the ring to feed his family, man, and didn't walk out of that ring. He didn't even make it to the hospital. Like, he died in the ring. So uh, it, it was just a shout out to him, man. Like you think about it as like, you know, things that you take for granted, man. It was it was even more diabolical. I think after I read this article, I was looking at, uh, you know, the, the, the rabbit hole of the Internet. And they were talking about in Thailand, Thailand, where Muay Thai comes from and how they start their kids from like the age of five, six years old fighting in Muay Thai. And sometimes these kids are the sole breadwinners for the household. Six and seven years old fighting. And how over the course of the past 10 years, almost 400 kids have died from Muay Thai from shit like this. It just makes me think about it, man. Things that we take for granted, man. You look at these things, you're like, yeah, these, these are real human beings. These aren't just numbers, man. These aren't just statistics. These aren't just you know, people passing the wind. These are real people. Yeah. Crush, where can folks find you if they want to find you, man? Man, they can find me on Instagram as usual at SP Methods uh, or at the Orange Crush with a K. No doubt. L, where can folks find you? Oh, uh, well, you typically find me on all social media platforms at Elgin Bailey, but I am stepping away from social media for a little while. So if you want to get a hold of me, Reach out to O because that's the only way. <laughs> <laughs> you won't see oh, me for a little while. Oh, no, no, man. Those, uh, no, the... no, no, no. Nobody's run me off. No. I just need a break. That's it. Just take it Granted, break. I can dig it. I, I can totally dig understand, it. Man. Totally understand. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I'm Big O, Mr. In the Black himself. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at MR underscore in the black. And I want to thank you guys for joining us for another incredible episode of the In the Black podcast. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you chose to kick with us, and we appreciate it. Make sure you follow us across social media at In the Black PCST on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Come on over to our website, www.intheblackpodcast.com. Check out previous episodes. And if you really are down, come on and become a member of the family. I want to be down. Yes, indeed. You won't regret it. This, don't sing that song before we get a cease and desist and they take this shit off the air. Until next time, as always, informed, intelligent, in the, in the black. black. Peace. Peace. This is, this is the In The Black Podcast. In The Black, bro. Hands <laughs> down, one of the this best is. podcasts I ever heard, though. I like y'all. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Bretchen, what up? I read a black of me, Bretchen, listen. In the black podcasting, your lad, it's all facts. You don't like that, the fall back. In the black podcast, don't talk trash. Switch fast if you ain't wrong, then you're whack. It forms intelligent elements, always relevant. Not for the weak and delicate. This is eloquent excellence. We are setting the precedence. Rest of them are excrement. In the black podcast, the truth like the testament. Don't know, black of me, bro, man, a specialist. So what the podcast broadcast, y'all mess with this. Like said, they might cheat. Who no do it so effortless? I listen, them I learn. When them listen, them I benefit. Report and current event. Everything that is prevalent. This is so exquisite, the scientific experiment. Giving you the news, not views without evidence. Telling you the truth, sentiments without embellishments. Relax, these are the facts. Bringing them to your residence. In your house, in your tenement. Listen, they hear intelligent. Body filled with melanin. Power that's so unsettling. Bright in the stars, bringing some light back to the desolate. In the black podcast, that your land is all facts. You don't like that, the fuck back. In the black podcast, they fucked up. Who knows you watch black up here, chat me young flop. In the black podcast, that your land is all facts. You don't like that, the fuck back. In the black podcast, we all lost. They won't let them count, none of them black count. Just like that, though. Yeah, man, so <laughs> 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 <la